Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey everybody, it's James Vagley here and welcome aboard the very first episode for 2023. It's episode 115 and what better time, Ash, to talk about predictions in 2023 than the second day of the year. How you doing, mate? I'm doing really well, James. I, I do love a little bit of predicting. So yeah, looking forward to this one. <laughs> Let's get into it. So our uh, listeners, Happy New Year. It's the 2nd of January that this is going live. And Ash and I would love to kick off this year talking about predictions and what we see for the year ahead. And this can go be for anything, mortgage industry, property, economy, etc., etc. We can have a far and wide ranging conversation for the next 15 minutes or so about what Ash and I think is coming down the pipes this year. One note before we dive in, I guess, Ash, it goes for everything we talk about in this podcast, especially when we're talking predictions. Uh, This is just our opinion. And uh, obviously there's no advice, nothing about what you should do with your money and finances and all that sort of stuff. So take everything with a grain of salt, don't you think, Ash? Well, I think we're like economists, aren't we, James? We'll make a bunch of predictions. The ones that we get right, we'll take all the credit. The ones that we get wrong, we'll deny we ever made them. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds really good to me. Really good to me. Now, uh, where would you like to start? Because on the subject of predictions, we could be talking uh, property market. We, We could be talking macro things that will affect mortgage brokers through the economy and interest rates and cost of living and borrowing capacities. Or we could talk, talk about business trends and trend, other trends that might affect mortgage brokers too. A little bit like COVID and post-COVID, how working from home has become the norm and how flexible working arrangements uh, are becoming normal. And when you're hiring staff, that becomes something to consider too. So where would you like to start as we kick this year off in terms of predictions? Yeah, there's a lot to unpack when you think about it. Um... Perhaps I'd like to start from within the industry, if you like, and I'm so bullish. And I guess, you know, we've had this conversation in the past, and I think we've been proven to be pretty uh, close with this one, and that is the continuing growth of broker share of market, which I think, you know, irrespective of, you know, the overall uh, lending volume uh, that happens from month to month, year to year, because the broker share continues to grow, the industry continues to professionalise, I think I might start with a prediction around share of market. And look, as at today, we're in the high 60s, around the 70% mark. Um, To me, it wouldn't surprise me if we're at 75% or above by the end of this year. So you can put that one down, 75% market share within 12 months for brokers. I like it. At my starting point, what do you think? Oh, I reckon 75% is doable. And uh, yeah, let's check back on that in 364 days. And I think from there, um, you've got to look at the sort of the individual threads, I guess, that make up 
um, the overall economic situation. Um, obviously, interest rates um, over 2022, you know, they bounced up pretty quickly. Uh, notwithstanding, you know, the Reserve Bank's um, firm, firm position, you know, a year or two back that interest rates weren't going to go up for a couple of years, or well, that proved to be incorrect and inflation's gotten out of hand. And so interest rates continue to rise and that may continue for a little while and then stabilise. And I think people will get used to that. There, there will be probably a little bit of pain because there's, I think, a lot of a lot of people who are into mortgages on the hope, the expectation and belief that interest rates would stay lower for longer and they haven't. But, you know, if you've got a million-dollar mortgage, you know, a couple of percent in your rates um, a fair bit. Um, but I think then beyond that, uh, people will just get normalised to it again, James. Um Interest rates are still cyclically so far below the long, long-term trend over the last sort of several decades and beyond. So I think interest rates will, will, will settle down, you know, inflation will settle down, and people will get used to the new normal of higher rates. It, it will affect the ability to borrow a little, um, and that may affect the property market continuing uh, to rise. I mean, I think it's quite natural and quite normal for a bit of heat to come out of the property market. Um, but like any graph or any chart, you know, any any line that goes left to right upwards, if you zoom in close, there's lots of little pullbacks and lots of periods where there's a counter trend, you know, when the prices might go down for a while. But if you zoom back out and look at the big picture, prices always bounce back and always end up going higher. So, you know, my, uh, well, my prediction slash recommendation for anybody is, if you can avoid panic selling, avoid it. Property prices invariably bounce back with rare exception. Um, I would look at any correction in property prices if you're in a position to do so, is to buy at a price discounted to the long-term trend. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm actually interested uh, in talking a little bit as well about uh, continuing on that subject of property in the economy and rates going up and from a mortgage broker's perspective, Ash, how that might affect different niche markets, how that might affect who's borrowing, who's buying, who's investing, who's selling and in what numbers. I've got something to say on the uh, cycles and economy trends that I think our listeners will find uh, comforting or not just comforting, but to be bullish about. Uh, But before I do, Ash, you know, We're obviously in a rising interest rate environment. There isn't inflation. There is a bit of uncertainty about the property market. Um, Where do you see this year, knowing that those things are happening right now, that's the world and environment we're living in, do you see any changes to who's going to be leading the charge in the marketplace when it comes to borrowing and buying and selling and investing? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think first home buyers will continue to find it challenging um, simply because um, the, the, the multiple of salary that needs to be spent to buy your home, um, particularly in city locations, is pretty extreme. I think you'll see a lot of first home buyers um, and investors buying in more regional locations. I think the regions will continue to grow, grow, grow and be desirable, not just to live, but also to invest at an entry level. Um, but at the bigger picture, I, I see lots of opportunities uh, to build property portfolios. I think investors will storm back into the market. Investors 
invariably go in surges with a breather and then surges with a breather and there's a bit of a breather happening at the moment. Uh, and I fully expect investors to surge back into the market and uh, and snap up good opportunities. Yep. And I think that's supported too at a, at a sort of an investment level by the really, really strong uh, and tight rental market, um, which is, with some exceptions, is a national phenomenon. You know, you're seeing it in cities, uh, in regional locations. You know, the rental vacancies are, you know, at 1% or below in some locations, which is pretty tough if you're looking to rent, but pretty good if you own rental property. Mm. Yeah, it's a very interesting situation we're in at the moment. Um, one thing I was going to mention on this subject, and it's something I come back to often when people ask me about, often people come up to me and they ask me about my predictions and what do I think is happening in the next year or two or three. And uh, one thing I do come back to, and there's two things I come back to, Ash, and I'll get your perspective on it in a moment. One, one thing I come back to is uh, the concept of the pie and you know economic trends and ups and downs in the property market. Uh, I always come back to the thought that at the end of the day, people will always need to buy and sell property. They'll always need to put their money somewhere to invest. They'll, there will always be activity. The size of the pie is what may shrink or may grow, but the pie is always there. And the good news, I guess, for the better, the smart mortgage brokers out there is that if you understand how to build a successful business that is uh, profitable, in demand, efficient, you are known by a critical mass of people and partners, even if that pie expands and contracts, you should be able to get enough of that pie to keep yourself and your team well fed. Um, so when we think about having a large pie, pretty much the whole industry is having a great time. Everybody is well fed. Everybody's doing really well. There's tons of pie to go around, not really hard to be full at the end of the day and at the end of the week. When the pie shrinks, then what happens is the better operators, the smarter operators are the ones that continue to be well fed. And unfortunately, a number of people fall by the wayside and end up, you know, leaving the industry. And maybe that's what's going to happen, Ash, if the pie shrinks a little bit. Maybe a side prediction is a little bit of contraction in the mortgage industry where the brokers that really know what they're doing, like the brokers we work with in our programs, they'll continue to grow their businesses even in a shrinking pie. So the pie shrunk a little bit. Smart brokers are still going to be growing their businesses. And unfortunately, it's the ones at the fringe, those brokers that um, aren't following the best practices and our blueprint are the ones that are likely to be hit hardest by any ups and downs in the market. What would you say about that? Oh, look, that's an absolutely universal philosophical and business principle that I believe in, James. We both do. And that is, you know, you could call it the theory of abundance. Um, it's a huge pie the lending market. Um, and even if it drops 20%, it's still a massive pie. It's still a $20, $30 billion a month pie. Uh, I do believe there may be some rationalisation, but I don't necessarily think it'll be because of the pie shrinking or, or increasing. It'll probably be because um, you know, a lot of brokers haven't taken the time to invest in systemization, team building, and releasing themselves 
from working in the business to be able to work on the business and get out there. And I really think that's where the opportunity is, um, you know, to go and get a bit more of the pie is to be able to get out there and build relationships, to build inflows and know that you've got a business behind you that can deliver. And I think the more and more that time goes on, the more and more fundamentally that that becomes almost the most important principle for a broking business is to have that system, have that team, have that support so that you at the front of the business or anybody else that you've got deployed in that part of the business has time free to get out there and look at the market, look for opportunities, build relationships and deliver consistently over time will really, really prosper. Those that don't, that those that are stuck on the tools and doing the busy work, they're the ones that will probably get stuck and potentially left behind. So as you said, I would just encourage everybody, make sure that, you know, you work with us, you work on it yourself. You find a way to build a business that liberates you to bring in uh, these opportunities. Yeah. Uh, Because it's going to be a lot. I actually think there's going to be a pretty strong market this year, you know, and one of the things I think that you mentioned I'd like to add with one of my predictions is I actually think the market will be quite strong because one of the things that's roaring back and going to roar back this year also is immigration. And you said earlier that, you know, people still need somewhere to live or to rent. There will always be property changing hands. Now, the big change for this year, 2023, is the stated objective of the federal government to, you know, to have a couple hundred thousand people a year coming back to the country. Now, they're all going to need somewhere to live. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities. So I would just encourage everybody to not listen to the doomsayers, not get drawn into the catastrophization that happens with cost of living and interest rates going up and, you know, hotspots of property price declines. Um, look at the bigger picture, build your business, get out there and get your share. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I concur with all of that. I want to double down on what you said around um, that's what, you know, based on these predictions, that's what to think and do differently or to double down on as our listeners is to build a business that frees you up to do more of the front end activities, talking to customers, finding customers, building relationships, bringing in the deals. Uh, until now, we've, the, most brokers could have done fairly well in the last few years, don't you think, Ash, by just being there? Like there's so much activity in the market. It's booming. Most brokers have done pretty well. Uh, but when things get a little bit different, then you've got to be a lot more proactive. And the only way to be proactive is by removing yourself from that, that conveyor belt and making sure that you're focused exclusively on high value activities. So I want to pivot quickly, Ash, to talk a little bit about predictions around technology and relationships. Um, This is something that I've had a number of conversations about recently around the increase of technology use and how that's going to drive efficiencies, but also how relationships and that one-to-one connection is actually increasing. So maybe you can talk briefly to this phenomenon that in a highly efficient, autonomous, systemized AI robot CRM technology world that we're living in, and we need to build our businesses that way, we are simultaneously required to build team to foster those personal relationships. Because without that, we would not be hitting our 75% uh, goal this year would be. 
Oh, look, it's such a, such an important point. And I think, you know, we might have almost touched and passed peak uh, digitisation. Um, I think there was a certain belief for a while that digitisation was almost somehow going to take the broker out of the equation. And yes, there will be a small percentage of the market who do get a home loan without dealing with the human. But I think out the other side of that, um, the relationship part of it is roaring back to life. You know, that people want someone to trust in the process. They might use technology to speed things up, to do research, to acquire knowledge. But at the end of the day, they still want that surgeon, that specialist to help them make that decision and to be available to help them. So, you know, again, as you said, this is where the opportunity is, is to use this technology, use, use um, you know, digitisation to generate efficiencies, productivity, um, you know, prospect opportunities. But don't ever make the mistake of thinking that technology can replace the human factor when it comes to relationships. And we speak about this a lot with our clients that, you know, use technology um, and AI to speed things up, to expand your productivity and the time that it frees up, use that to get out there and create more inflow opportunities for your business. That's where relationships will win. You've still got to have a relationship with your customers, right, James? You can't, people won't borrow a million dollars without a human being saying, that's a good decision, I support that decision. Exactly, so listeners, our prediction is that technology and efficiencies will become more and more important, but so will relationships. So, I mean, Ash, we could talk about this for hours. I feel like we should have allocated not 20 minutes, but like two hours for this, because it's a huge topic. But, you know, to keep things super brief, this year is gonna be about continued growth for the industry. There are opportunities, there's a ton of pent-up demand and money sitting on the sidelines. People want to buy, people want to invest. Yeah, maybe it's not as simple as it was in the last couple of years with rates and borrowing capacity, but the pie is still there. The industry is going to continue growing market share and um, our predictions are solid in that regard, Ash. I don't know if you'd like to add anything else as we draw this short episode to a close. Yeah, look, I guess I'm, I'm, I've always been optimistic about our industry going back 25 years, um, and I haven't changed my perspective. In fact, it's, it's I've really um, narrowed and, and uh, exaggerated almost my perspective that there's never been a better time to be in the mortgage broking industry. Right now, whether you're starting out, you've been going a few years, um, or you, you've been around a long time, there's never been a better time. Our market share is growing. The property market is strong. Interest rates, while up, are still okay. There's demand there. There's a growing population there. There is every tailwind that we need. However, the, the opportunity is also the challenge. If you don't take the time to prepare yourself and think, oh, well, good times will just keep rolling, I'm always going to have clients, that's the danger. You know, what do they say, James? Bad habits are made in good times and good habits are made in bad times. So, we have come off the back of a couple of years um, from the start of COVID through to now when there's a lot of pessimism at the start. And I, I remember us having a chat about this and saying, hey, you know, when the, the, the wind's in your face and everyone's battening down, that's when there's opportunities. And that proved to be correct. You know, COVID proved to be a boon for two years for the property and mortgage market. Now we're having a, or have had a bit of a breather. And I think now, you know, the wind's picking up at our tails and it's a great time to be in the industry. It is a great time to be in the industry. 
whatever happens for the rest of this year, listeners 2023, the fundamentals remain the same. Have a goal, go big, act smart. The pie is still there. You just maybe got to get a little bit smarter about it. So come knock on our door and uh, see if we can help you grow and have a massive year. I'm excited about this year, Ash. I'm excited for summer and I'm excited for the year ahead for us and our members and every single person listening to this. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be 51 amazing episodes rolling through this year and I can't wait for each and every one of them. Hope you can too, Ash. Yeah, great to be hitting the start of 2023 with the wheel spinning, James. Looking forward to uh, a fantastic year across our industry and, as you say, another 51 episodes. This one's been a great one to start the year and, yeah, let's dig up the time capsule in 12 months and see how close we were. Done deal. Listeners, uh, enjoy your summer break if you are having one. Stay safe, stay well, enjoy yourselves and uh, let's get cracking and have a ripper year together in the industry. Thanks, Ash. Looking forward to next week. Same, James. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember, life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big and go big with Broker Ideas Group.